Hello, everybody. Happy early new year. It's Dave Neal's stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News, and welcome to Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, that's right. That sad end of the year music. Did you accomplish all of your dreams in 2022? Or are we just getting this party started? Either way, I'm here along with you for the journey of a lifetime. It's the rush hour, baby. Chances are you're not heading home from work. Maybe you are. It's December 30th. I want to wish a happy birthday to the mother of all power recappers. Everyone, wish Connie a happy birthday. It's my mom's birthday today. We'll give her a call after this. But yeah, we'll read a couple of reviews you guys have been leaving of the podcast. And then I've got two videos or clips of those videos to share with you. The first, Andrew Spencer details his thoughts on Teddy Wright and the ending of their relationship as we saw it play out on Bachelor in Paradise. And then secondly, I compiled a list of my top 10 YouTube videos of the year, and I'm going to share those with you from number 10 to number one. Uh, that's at the end of this podcast. So you're going to listen to that. It's not the most watched videos. Some videos were longer than others. Some were more sensational uh, topics and they command a higher ad rate. But either way, we'll share with you our number 10 all the way down to our number one. Uh, but first, I want to thank our latest uh, podcast reviewer who gave us a one-star review. It's called Progressive Crap. I'd give a five-star, but I'm sick of the digs at conservatives. You sound like the rest of the brainwashed podcasters. Peace sign. So that review was left, uh, let's see here, on December 5th. And then they, I guess, either copy and pasted or added a um, an edit to that review. And I'd be happy to share that with you. If Rose Miller wants to continue adding edits to her Apple podcast review, we'd be happy to share them. She says, also, it's amazing how at 37, you know so little about fertility and pregnancy. Educate yourself. You sound ignorant. Uh, look, I mean, I guess I get a one-star review as far as fertility goes. Um and I guess that's true. I don't have any kids. If you're 37 and don't have kids, maybe you don't know anything about fertility. Have I been doing it wrong this whole time? Elizabeth Stutes in the Patreon chat says it's Dave Neal, professor of fallopian tubes. That's right. It's your boy Dave Neal over here. Uh, Bruce wants to start a Kickstarter for me. Send Dave to Overy University. Oh, you. Yeah, you know me. So either way, pray for me in um, the, the fertility gods as we try to figure out how we can switch that one-star review to a, maybe a two or a three. It's always so funny when people say, I'd give it a five. You ever been to a restaurant where you're like, I'd give it a five, but someone took a shit in my uh, you know, linguine, so it's a one. It's like, no, normally they go from five, four, three, two, one. If you'd give it a five, then maybe my progressive uh, conversation should knock it down to a two or a three. I don't know. Either way, it's a perfect example of how we exist in society. It's either you're on my team or I completely hate you. So shout out to Rose Miller for um, for a real evolved look at Bachelor Rush Hour. Now, as you guys know, oh, but it's got Bachelor in the title. All we're going to do is talk about Bachelor. We're going to do as we damn please, and you're going to enjoy it. Sometimes you're, uh, you know, I always say it's like having a friend for the road trip. Sometimes the friend says things you don't like. That's what, what do you kick him out of the car? 
I'd give you a five-star review as my best friend, but because we disagree on this one specific thing, no more friendship. And that's it for me, Fertility Dave. Okay, well, maybe I'm giving you guys enough good podcasting love. that I, If a good-sounding podcast could knock somebody up, then I'd be Nick Cannon, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all getting knocked up with these good decibels. All right, well... I don't even know how to, uh, you know, uh, transition into the next segment, but I do want to wish everyone a very Merry New Year's. And just remember, don't set goals uh, that have to be kept 100% of the time. And if you don't, and if you don't keep the goal by January 3rd, you're just going to have to wait a whole nother year. Just be kind to yourself this year. Let 2023 be the year that we, you know, Go easy on herself. Be kind. Aim for the moon, but don't get discouraged if we mess up a time or two. Let's embrace failure. True failure is never trying. I know you guys wouldn't do that. I want to shout out somebody, a very special someone in our Patreon chat, Stutes, who said they're going to move on from their current job to something that that values them more, that probably pays better, that gives them more flexibility. And I wish that for everyone else out there. I wish everyone else out there can release the shackles and the control that others might have on you, whether it be through work, relationship, or, you know, just family matters. Uh, Release the rent that they are taking up in your head. Clear room for goals you want to achieve. And remember, be selfish. The best version of yourself is better it's better. It's a better lover. It's a better per, uh, friend, family member. So you're not doing anyone any favors slugging it out at the job you don't love. You're not doing anyone any favors uh, slugging it out uh, in in a, it is in a world that that uh, you're not meant to be in. Sometimes we just have this like hustle culture where we say, "No, I got to swim upstream, 58 hours a day." No, swim downstream. Do what you're meant to do. If it feels like it comes easy to you, it's probably because you're good at that. And that doesn't mean take like the easy way out. That means let's let's spend 2023 listening to all the green lights and taking those versus trying to go right on red. All right, folks. Again, that's been Dave, professor of fallopian tubes. And uh, did I tie your tubes up right now? Give me a five-star review if you enjoy a little fertility in your life. My ears have some fertility just listening to my conversation here. Okay, we're going to get into it. I've been blabbering long enough. I appreciate you guys. This has been, this is our last episode of the soft launch. Starting in January, we're going to actually launch this podcast. We've been soft launching it for nine weeks now. Um, As you're going to hear in the two clips I'm playing for you, if you want to join the Patreon, that's where you get all the behind the scenes content. I'm going to be discussing the revenue, the behind the scenes revenue of 2022, how it compared to 2021 for all things uh, my YouTube channel. And uh, that community, uh, it's called Work With Dave. We all hang out. And if you have a job that's kind of lonely and you want to be part of a fun, supportive community, you know where to find them. They're actually listening to this right now as I record this podcast. excuse me at the very least if that's not in the funds for you it's five dollars a month if that's not in the funds for you the best thing you could do to help me if you enjoy this free content is to share it with your social media with your friends with whatever facebook communities you're in hey share it with your conservative dad i don't care whatever well we we don't have enough one-star reviews let's go trigger some more people if they don't want to be open to uh, our form of conversation which i think we've set a good tone to be open to hearing others but again i digress some people just uh you know they get the very uh, i don't know triggered when when the, when they're challenged with their ideas all right well i challenge you guys give us those reviews and enjoy this episode of bachelor rush hour 
We actually have a lot of tea being spilled by Andrew Spencer. He discusses why Teddy ditched Paradise. Uh, he brings up the point that she didn't want to hurt him and she was over the whole experience. He explains why she didn't want to be at the reunion show. And again, this is all just his point of view on the Almost Famous podcast. We're going to jump into it. So we know Teddy quit in tears after any things with Andrew Spencer. And some wondered, was there something bigger that happened or was she just like over the show? Did she feel manipulated in some sort of way? We're going to get into all that. I've got three clips I'm going to play for you guys. The first one is just Teddy explaining why he's such a hopeless romantic. I'm sorry, why Andrew is such a hopeless romantic. And I'll be honest, I completely identify as an Andrew. I'm an Andrew. I'm the same way. I was raised from a young age without a dad. Andrew talks about his dad not being present. And you just want to find love. You want to see love. It's no, no surprise why I enjoy watching the show because I do like when people can work things out and find love. It's almost like we're all trying to like repair, uh, you know, we're all trying to project uh, things that we maybe maybe didn't get as, as far as nourishment goes growing up. Let's have a listen. You want a rom-com, which is amazing because that's the mentality that I've always had. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think that's so instilled in your hearts? Oh, my mom. Yeah. Um, first of all, I've seen just like the women and just this is better audio in my in my family are never strong. Like I'm sit, sitting here hearing about how your parents went 30 years. I'm like, oh my God, like that's, you don't understand like how amazing that is. Like, cause com compared to my family, it's, it's always like single parents. There's a lot of single parents. Um, and you know, I would always watch movies on the couch with my mom. Was, we're, we're living in one, one television household and we're always watching round couch. She, I grew up on sleepless in Seattle and, yeah. um, you know, you've got mail and you know like you've all the mail. old like really gushy stuff in hallmark movies so you just names all tom hank movies you know i grew up on all the rom-coms you know Castaway. i grew up on all the rom-coms eight months and miles. like i said i was eight a mom's boy i was the youngest four so i was always clung to mom and just kind of watching them. it was like okay and then as i got older i'm like i'm starting to get like my own little rom-com like i just i just felt like that was like out of a movie and those, those moments kept happening. I'm just like, I love it. Like, I need more of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Give us these moments. Um, there was a moment um, in New Year's. Uh, there, was a, there was a New Year's. I met a girl. She was the host at a bar. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, I was, like, stumbled. I was like, she's so beautiful, whatever. And she, like, was, like, trying to tell us to see it. And she was like, I was just follow me. And I was like, Oh, that was weird. And then she, <laughs> she sits us down and, um, I knew one of the, one of the waitresses or one of my friends, I was like, yeah, who is the girl? Who's the host? She was like, no way. She was literally just saying that you were in super cute and that she like stumbled her words. <laughs> she couldn't oh my talk. Gosh, so so I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, we'll, we'll get her my information. I was going to go down there and talk to her, but I think she had just got off work. Um, so I like, hit her up on Instagram and I was like, Oh, I uh, would love to like get to see you or whatever. Like, what's your number? This and that. And then we didn't talk for like a month or two. And it comes back to another like New Year's thing for me. I was like, it was like, are you in the rom com New Year's Eve? <laughs> Dude, literally. So it's December 31st. And I'm like, oh, I don't have any plans. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to hit this girl up. I forgot all about like, you know, you just get busy. And I'm like, hey, um, I don't know what your plans are. What are you doing? And me and my boy were just like, I, I, all my friends are dating someone or, well, now they're all married pretty much. And I'm like scavenging for like what friends I have that aren't, <laughs> who's a single friend that can go out with me. Uh, Justin find, enters the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is before, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, I find my boy and my guy. I was like, yo, do you want to do anything? He's like, let's have a night. And I was like, oh, that's a great phrase. <laughs> but I was like, we're going to have a night. And he's like, yeah, my friends are going to this place called Old Crow. And she's like, okay. Um, I asked the girl, I was like, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I'm going to Old Crow. I was like, no freaking way. We, we 
we just got recommended to go. There's like, we're going there. So I buy a ticket. It's like, I hope to see you there. We get there at old crow later that night and you know, just having a good time, like cutting loose. I totally like losing track of time. And the guy goes, 30 minutes, everybody, 30 minutes to the ball drop. And I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't found her. Like, it's, <laughs> the bar is packed. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, showing everyone, this is the girl. Go find the girl. And, like, we're on search parties. Like, these guys ah. are, like, shooting out, like, looking for her. It's like, oh, man, sorry. I, didn't, I couldn't see her. I was like, I didn't see her either. So I was like, forget it. It's like 11. It's like, it's five minutes to the ball drop. <laughs> so I get to the I get to the bar. And I'm like, I'm just going to pound two drinks, like, another year without a New Year's kiss. Um, and I turn around, and I see her. She's talking to two guys. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to watch my crush kiss two guys or one of these guys. Like, like this is painful. So I turn back around, and I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, I chug both my drinks, turn back around. She like sees me. She like moves these guys out of the way. She's no like, I've way. been looking for you all day. And I was like, no way, I've been searching for you. Three, two, one, boom. Freaking New Year's kiss. Yeah, the kiss. Right out. Like we we said two words to each other, and the next you know, we're kissing for New Year's. All right, so there are some little New Year's hope for you guys. And I'm gonna get get to the actual part of the story, the meat and the potatoes, what he has to say about Teddy. But I I found that that was a I think Andrew's a great storyteller. I think he's due for his own podcast. These are good stories. He's a very lovable fun guy who's you know he he wears his heart on his sleeve it's almost like he's what we need more of in bachelor nation the little things it doesn't have to be this this rom-com without the small details in between Dude, like because teddy's an amazing girl mm-hmm. um i don't think a lot of people know like she's way funnier than i gave her credit for like <laughs> not like i just didn't notice that from clayton season yeah so i didn't know like and honestly she carried a lot of the, the conversations like, I was drawing up blanks. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Like, I told you when I like a like person, like, I, I like, fail. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, there's a lot of situations where I was just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And then she was like, so, yeah, this and this and this. So clearly he's putting people on a pedestal when he likes them. And, and that's probably a turnoff because you're not your most authentic self. We all know this. It's hard not to do that. And then she would always talk about real stuff, like her life and what family was like, what, what that was going on in. I was like, yeah, those are great. And I was like, oh, so what do you want to do with like, uh, like, you know, love style and like love way? I don't know. I was just not like talking about the real stuff. And, you know, I was just very disappointed in like how I just operated things. I could have done better. And I think um, I can't, I drove her away more than anything. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like you guys just weren't it. Like that just wasn't your girl. You weren't her guy. And I haven't really said this, but when we sat down there and I met all the girls and we had like our little girl powwow. Mm-hmm. She said that she felt like something was missing with oh, you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then last night, you told me separately, totally not knowing yeah. that, that, that you said the same thing about her. Yeah. You were like, I really wanted it, but I, I, you said that like it felt wrong, and then she left, and then you were like, oh, wait, I want, but I want it, I want it, I feel it. Yeah. And I think it's just- Because they probably projected what they wanted the other person to be, right? They were like, oh my gosh, this person's going to be this, they're going to be that. Then they met, and they just weren't that. It doesn't mean they were bad. They just weren't each other's person. They were they overhyped and oversold what they could be. Yeah. Because don't it you feel like, like that possibly late. was just like one of those moments where you're- Because if Andrew's anything like me, he probably envisioned proposing to her before they even kissed. Just like, I want what I can't have. Yeah. No, I said that as well. I said, I said it was, I want what I can't have, but it was just more so this, like the, the passion and, and just like how much she didn't want to hurt me. And the fact that like, I was like, okay, well you care. That's one. But like, why couldn't we just communicate that? Like if we would have just communicated just more deeper level, like on that surf, on that level, um, it just felt like that's, 
that was what I was, was kind of missing was that kind I of think, like, I think both of you knew it wasn't it, but I think yeah. you were more willing to see it through and give it exactly. more chances. Yeah. And I mean, I know him and like, even as a bystander, I kind of like, you know, keep an eye peeled. Like, hey, what are they up to? And I, I had a feeling I was like, ah, this isn't it. Cause I yeah. know, him, I know him and I know when, I don't know. She's not made, like, this isn't fun, Andrew. This isn't like, you know, the Andrew. I'm like, yeah, I just couldn't get, I couldn't read it. I couldn't. He wasn't in his own flow state because he was too busy trying to make, you know, it just, it wasn't natural. You need, you need that natural conversation, you know, that natural vibe for the fire to take. We're going to do it. No, up. no, 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 like, no, no, no. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I was, like, there was so I much was overthinking. I was yeah. skipping steps. He was, yep. <laughs> So then, of course, it's asked like, well, um, you know, why did she why didn't she go to the reunion? He basically says she was just over it. You know, there wasn't anything crazy about it. Maybe she thought like a lot of people did that the producers were setting something up to be something, you know, maybe there's too much pressure put on. Maybe she felt sabotaged. I feel like she was kind of thrown like to me, like in a, in a, in a way, because we had said we expressed interest in each other. Um, and I feel like in that as soon as that happened and like we were on the beach, it felt like she felt like it was just like I was she was the only thing I was the only thing she was like allowed to talk to you like that's not the case it's like I just really want to talk to you and if you don't want to like express that to me like be like hey I I want to talk to other people I kind of want to do my own thing and be like hey that's okay like that's way better than like oh I don't want to hurt him and like I've obviously we go back to the point where like the fans like trying to bash someone for you know like oh she left Andrew. How could she do that? You know what I mean? And like, that's the one thing I hate more than anything, you know? And I didn't want her. And I feel like she felt like that was what's going to happen if she had chose Rodney or chose someone else. And I'm just ah, like, and it's not only that. Very interesting. So he felt, and this is probably the best theory, that she wanted to leave versus become some sort of villain because the high expectations of her and Andrew never worked out. Alrighty then. Nothing like just tying together all the loose ends. And by loose ends, I mean the dramatic T from Bachelor Nation. It's a barrel scraping season. We're only three plus weeks away from the next season of Bachelor. So I am fully aware we're going to get to meet a new a lot of new names, a lot of ridiculousness. We don't even know what's around the corner, and that's what we love about the new year. But let's just rewind it back to 2022 and look at our list of the top 10 videos of the year. Top 10 videos, what they made. We're going to get into it right now. The the uh, the total money that all of my videos made in 2022 will be revealed on today's Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I'm not going to give it to you guys here because people get weird with numbers, but how much YouTube paid me in 2022, we're going to reveal on the Patreon today. So you can join patreon.com slash Dave Neal. All right, video number 10. Top 10 videos. Number 10, Bachelor in Paradise star Aaron Clancy called out by exes. This is the number 10 video. And we've got how much money this one made at the bottom here, $621. The number 10 video, it was basically just the screen grabs that Reality Steve had shared uh, from one of his exes. Uh, it, it was a good story. It's definitely top 10 worthy. All the different people that got called out this year. There's so many stories that never even made it to the top 10. Like, like I don't even have Eric Schwartz blackface in the top 10, uh, but I have some weird ones. Number nine, breaking news video. Several of these uh, top 10 stories are breaking news videos. Number nine video, Bachelorette Gabby Windy calls off engagement and breaks up with Eric. Have a quick the listen. audience are still going to be uh, gripped uh, into this 
uh, breakup as we discuss it. So let's see what the source had to say. Bachelorettes Gabby and Eric break up less than two months after finale. Bachelor Nation's Gabby and Eric have called it quits just days after Gabby revealed that the two were supporting each other from afar. And unlike normal trends to release some sort of joint Instagram statement, they didn't do this. They did it through a weird source. So not everyone understood if it was true or not. All right, video number eight, the eighth best video. And let's go to the revenue for the eighth best video at $640 here is uh, actually a surprising one. Tasha removes Bachelorette from bio, plus Caitlin Bristow reveals low pay as host. A feminist than I am. Ladies, you want me to help negotiate your contracts over there? We'll come in big. So they say, uh, so someone says, who cares? I don't know. Whoever's watching this, I'm asking the same thing. Who cares about this? I don't know, but here we are. So Tasha, of course, a lot of people care. Tasha removes the co-host title from her Instagram bio. This was uh, earlier this year when I wasn't sure whether or not her and Caitlin would come back or if one of them would come back or not the other. Uh, so let's go to the next one. So that was a pretty big story. Of course, Tasha, you know, uh, Tasha, Michelle Young, um, uh, Victoria Fuller. These are huge names in Bachelor Nation. When they do something bachelor related a big story comes out of it and speaking of which a big story bachelorette nate exposed by two women for leading them on with wild receipts so another of our top stories is one involving receipts aired out by reality steve and of course he's he he gets a lot of the breaking news so when there is a breaking news story he of course is going to have the receipts there for that so that was the number seven video ten nine eight seven let's go to number six the number six video one two th uh let's go from the one two three four five six at six hundred or in fifty dollars here is this one right here bachelor clayton opens up to caitlin bristow on how producers manipulated the fantasy suite dates this was a surprising one to me people love behind the scenes conversations and it might not seem like a big deal right now but if you remember clayton you know he was he had a lot to say and you know um clayton talking with caitlin bristow was one of the first times he actually aired it out has the slightest clue of what's going to happen sure. again i'm online a lot and i'll just say that i haven't even seen one person get it right so get on get offline so this is before we know how it ends. So he says, this is, of course, a big story because he said, not one person knows how my story ends. Now, as we know, he didn't know in the moment his story ends with him and Susie breaking up. But of course, it ends with the breakup. Then they got back together and, and people didn't know what to think about it because they were an adorable couple. But at the same time, there's a lot of hate for Susie. So that was the top six story. Top five or no, that was seven. What number was that? The next one, top five right here. Why Bachelor in Paradise start Teddy Wright quit the show? Know that Teddy was just gonna up and leave? Yeah, so what I was told months ago is that Teddy basically left because the producers told her she was only allowed to be into Andrew. They really wanted her and Andrew and Brandon and Serene as the top two couples. And the second that she showed any type of interest in someone else, they were like, nope, you're not allowed to go on a date with Rodney, you have to be with Andrew. Um, All right, so Zachary Reality provides us with our fifth story of the year, top five. Uh, bachelor, uh, why Par Bachelor in Paradise star Teddy Wright quit the show. That made $750. And then the next one, the top four video, which made eight hundred, which made $770, was a fantastic video. Logan, uh, the truth about why he exited the show. And of course, I wrote it as the truth exposed, but the truth was actually as simple as he had COVID and had to leave and people still don't believe it. Have a listen. As to why they might have called it a situation and not COVID. And hold on to your socks when you see what I unearthed. Triangular UFO appears in the sky over Amsterdam. 
That is wild, friends. The Netherlands may be a vortex energy spot for paranormal activity. All right, so of course, irreverency, folks. We're all joking here. Bachelorette star Logan leaves because he had COVID. Not a big story, but because they never did any exit interviews, people thought there was more to it, which is pretty much symptomatic of how we act with politics and the deep state and all these things. We always think there's a bigger story rather than everything's run by idiots, which is kind of what I think. All right, our top three stories. And you have to say, this was our number four video, um, but it only has 55,000 views. So some of our bigger stories that have more views didn't make as much money. And that's in part because the, 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 the quality of views is different. So if 100,000 loyal fans watch something versus a million random people that click on it and pass away. It's different. It's all the length of the video. So videos like this, people are able to watch longer of, and so they get more ad revenue. So our top three videos as we get into them right now, Bachelor Clayton's fantasy suite fight with Susie analyzed. This is probably the most surprising for me that this was a the top three video of the year, only because usually my interview videos just don't do as well because they're not piping hot tea. Bachelor Clayton's fantasy suite fight with Susie, analyzed by therapist Dr. Diane Strakowski. I think what ended up happening is we had a lot of retention and long watch time on this because it was an interesting conversation. And as I always say, when it comes to YouTube, people want information and entertainment. Dr. Diane provides both. She gives us a lot of information about what went down on their fantasy suite. So again, the type of video that might not be the most exciting out there, but still very fascinating information uh, to sort of analyze what's going down in front of us on our screens. So the number two video is a Johnny video. This was actually recorded recently, one month ago. I guess this was when I was in New either New York City or I can't really tell where I am in the background there. But um, a nice, um, a nice. Uh, how much did he make here on this video? The number two video made eight hundred and thirty-two dollars here. And again, this was just uh, Johnny's conversation on the Almost Famous podcast. Ben and Ashley talked to Johnny about the timeline of everything that went down. And some people and they're still arguing it. Was it cheating? Wasn't it? What was the timeline? Was it their emotional cheating? Did 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 Greg Grippo sort of um, have a relationship with Victoria Fuller before Johnny was officially done? Or did Johnny not know the relationship was over because he couldn't accept defeat? These are questions that people have been asking ever since the story came out. We'll probably never get any sort of receipt. I think we would have uh, shown already if there was a receipt out there that kind of like finalized the relationship. Some people said, this is when they broke up, but we don't know if someone broke up or got back together, all these different things. Either way, these types of videos always perform well because everyone's looking at a scenario with different uh, a different lens. People that are Team Victoria, that are Team Johnny, they have different opinions and they want to chime in when they leave comments, when they watch the whole thing. I think how it works actually is a lot of times people will leave comments while they're still watching, and I think that will increase the watch time. If anyone out there is making YouTube videos, uh, when you have content, Content that people want to talk about, it always will perform better. All right, drum roll, please. Our number one video of the year surprises me. Very surprising to me. The number one video of the year. Bachelorette Michelle Young calls out her ex, Brandon. $1,200. 
Now, none of these videos are crazy. Like this video made 50 grand. No, they're all just kind of like singles and doubles. You know, my average video probably only makes a hundred bucks. These are the top ones. Uh, but here's Michelle calling out Brandon and Serene. My guess is this video did really well because we flexed on this thumbnail. We got a great kind of screen grab of Michelle. And of course, Brandon and Serene were big on Bachelor in Paradise. They're re relatively bulletproof as far as a couple goes. There's been no drama whatsoever. So what could Michelle possibly say about Brandon after she broke his heart. I think that's what made it very interesting for people. And let's pick this up at the 745 mark here and just hear what she actually had to say. Does it make it worth it to be the number one video? Probably not, to be honest. Have a listen. Preface, okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I truly, I truly, truly love Brandon and Serene together. We got tea showing I think up. Bring the tea are, in. They are my number one couple. They are the couple that I think is going to Well, the they're, like, they're like the, they're the Joe the and couple. Serena of last year. They are, yeah. That that. Like, they are the couple that is, they're the real couple. Like, they are the couple that, honestly, when I'm watching them on the screen, they like are, they love each other. They're going to get engaged, but after this, like, they're going to make it through whatever. <laughs> they're going to bang. Let me tell you something. Once they're done banging, they're going to probably get pregnant, and then they're going to get ultrasounds, and they're going to paint the room a gender-neutral color because it's 2022. They're going to go, and they're just going to list all. And the kid's going to have Sally Mae's student loan debt. You know, uh, uh, Don Trump Jr. is going to be on his third term as dictator. Listen, 2045 is going to be lit. Shit storm comes, and like I feel like if any couple were to do that, that'd be them. Are we is this the best of twenty two video? As you know, the haters are gonna be like, Michelle's <laughs> jealous. No, like Brandon and I didn't work out for a reason. Nate and I didn't work out, and I'm happy that way that it didn't work. I like that. Michelle is jealous because you know the haters are gonna be like, Michelle's <laughs> jealous. No, like Brandon and I didn't work out for a reason. Nate and I didn't work out. But the question is, does Michelle have that swag? Like this this swag. Okay, so this video know. clearly hits all the benchmarks. We have uh, Maddie Pruitt and Grant Trout with the swag. We got it all. This video had the swag. It became our number one most uh, profitable video of the year. And it was just Michelle saying that she thought that, um, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, she thought that uh, that uh, Serene and Brandon were a little scripted and a little fake on the show because, you know, they came off looking so uh, poised uh, with their love. So she believes maybe they started that thing off with a little bit of a head start. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, is that without my mom knowing something or another about fallopian tubes, I wouldn't be here. So yeah, shout out to my mom on her birthday for, you know, for uh, knowing more about fertility than I did. And of course, you know, having a sister who's 11 months older than me, I got to tell you, as Irish twins, my mom knows a thing or two about fertility. It's the Irish Catholic way. All right. Too much info, but we're going to end the year. Let's do this. Let's end the year with just a nice little toast. Raise your glasses. You guys ready? Here's to a bright new year and a fond farewell to the old. Here's to the things that are yet to come and to the memories that we hold. May you have a prosperous new year. Wishing you a happy, healthy new year. And to everyone out there who's a member of our little community as we emerge and build this new podcast, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone out there. I'm Dave Neal. This has been Bachelor Rush Hour. See you next year, everybody. <laughs>